always like to start with something interesting. And a few years ago, you might remember this, there was a story involving a Roomba that went viral. It was a real poopastrophe, I should say, <laughs> because when the robotic vacuum was cleaning the floors, it accidentally went over some dog poop and proceeded to smear the entire house in it. Ugh. I was reminded about this because I have an iRobot Roomba, and I was looking through the manual, and it actually says it has a poop guarantee. And I'm like, that's a poop <laughs> guarantee. Uh, poop stands for pet owner official promise, by the way. Uh, the Roomba is guaranteed to avoid pet waste, or iRobot says it will replace your vacuum for free. So that's right. It has a poop guarantee. Um, but anyway, did you hear that Roomba has a brand new robotic vacuum out? It can actually go up and down stairs and clean mm. the stairs, which just sucks on so many different levels. Oh, <laughs> I know. That was bad. Hey, listen, welcome to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun show about all things digital. This is part of the Kim Commando Today podcast, and you get Tech Refresh every Friday. Something new, something to jumpstart your weekend with. And joining us here on Tech Refresh, as always, we have our amazing content queen, Allie Selgman. Allie, how are you going to fill our minds with know-how? I am going to talk about super fast internet coming to a city near you and my current phone addiction. And no, it is not a game and it's not OfferUp anymore. <laughs> oh, no, you've moved past OfferUp? I've moved oh. on. Oh, I've got a new man. one. Oh, okay. And then we have, of course, our magnificent millennial and internet scout, Matthew Heffel. And you are going to make our web travels better, I think? I, I believe I can do that. I'm going to talk about the latest iOS updates that's with an S, as well as how to find what you're looking for in your texts on your iPhone and Gen Z slang that was just added to the dictionary. Ooh, Gen Z slang, 100%. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's start with some news, some important tech developments to keep you in the know. And this headline totally got my attention. Man uses telemarketer settlement money to open a bar called the wrong number, right? <laughs> What's going on with this? So there's this guy in North Carolina. His name is Omar, and he's using settlement money that he's earned from going after those telemarketers, and he's going to open this new bar and restaurant in Winston-Salem. And he has run an IT company since 2006, but he says when COVID-19 hit, he had a lot of time on his hands, right? So he's like, I didn't have anything else to do because I was stuck at home. So I started actually answering the robocalls and talking to them, and then going and getting enough information that I can sue them. <laughs> and so when he, at last count, he has made over $100,000 suing telemarketers. I know, right? So, of course, what happened is next is I went down that rabbit hole. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, how the heck did he make $100,000 suing telemarketers? Hmm. Well, you have to do a few things. Number one, you have to make sure that your phone number is on the do not call list which, of course, we all have, and it works so well, doesn't sure. it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, you have to give them a one-month grace period, and then you can report and sue a telemarketer if they get through. You have to um, use what's called the Telephone Consumer Protection Act, mm -hmm. and it's pretty challenging. This guy must be very, very diligent because when you start going through all the steps, you have to first find the company's address to prepare your notice to sue them, uh, then you have to mail this notice to them, and then you have to prove to the court that you've served the notice to them. And to get to $100,000, this guy did it a lot. Okay. Yeah, I imagine. Um, 
A single call may may entitle you to $500 in claims. Now, if the telemarketer refuses to give you details about their company during the call, you are entitled to another $500. Uh, then you have to make sure that you get paid these claims. So think about this. A hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, he must have done nothing else. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> nothing else. Um, in case you are interested, and you do want to file a complaint. You can do it at the FCC website, or you can call one eight 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 call FCC, and they're going to help you out. Um, and if you are in Winston Salem, happen to happen to be listening to us there, I want you to drop by the wrong number <laughs> and tell Omar. We are so proud of him. Yay, Yay. Omar. <laughs> Very much. Very much. Um, okay, so Matt, tell us about some really cool features in iOS 16. Right. If you woke up the other day and noticed that you looked at your iPhone and it said you have two new updates, that wasn't an error. There are, in fact, two new updates. The first one is just a security update. It's 5.7, iOS 5.7, and this helps fix a ton of bugs that would allow hackers to get into your phone. So. That is a must download. Everybody should download that right away if you have an iPhone 8 or more that is necessary for you. Now, the other update is the iOS 16, the long-awaited big iOS 16 update. Now, this has some really cool features. Normally, I would wait a little while before I downloaded that kind of update, but I had read about all these cool new features over at commando.com, and it made <laughs> me think, I, I think I really want to get this. So I downloaded it and started playing around. There are some really cool features that I started playing around with the other day, or and here's my three favorites. The first one is a while back, if you can remember, you used to be able to turn on this setting that would show the actual number of battery percentage you have left. Now, a few years ago, Apple took that away for some reason. Well, that's finally back. And so you can go into your settings, click battery, and then you can just toggle on battery percentage and you can actually see the amount of battery you have left, which is really nice. Can I just, uh, as an Android person, say, congrats, guys. Yeah. I'm really glad you have battery percentage now. Welcome to the club. Hey. <laughs> no, you know, but it, what does it say about us? I mean, we have this brand new <laughs> iOS. We're like, yes, we know how much percentage we have on our phone battery. <laughs> so exciting. Uh, hilarious. Hey, I love it. It's very helpful for me. Another really cool thing that I, I was just blown away by, there's something called Smart Crop now in Images where you can go into your images or even on a site and click uh, your thumb down on the image and hold it there and it'll highlight whatever object, whether it be a person, an object, uh, a animal, and it'll crop them out of the image and you can then drag your thumb to any other app and drop in that clipped image of that person or animal wow. or whatever. It's super helpful. You can also use that, that into- so cool. Yeah, for image searches. So you can drag that image into image searches, and then it will find all other images that relate to that exact thing in the image, which is really nice. You've tried it, and it works well? Yeah. It works super well. Whoa. Very well. It That's works cool. so well. It's so like you have somebody, if somebody's in the picture, and you always mm -hmm. wanted to remove that person, now you can do that. <laughs> Easily. And if you, you want to, like, pull somebody out of that picture because, you know, you just want them, you can do that as well. So wonderful. That's cool. Yeah. And the big one that everybody's talking about right now is the ability to unsend and edit texts. This is something that, you know, I always will make random spelling mistakes and then I can't really pull it back. And so I felt like, I, oh, man, I felt so embarrassed. Now, if I see a spelling mistake or maybe I said something I didn't mean to say, I can hold it down and you can edit or 
unsend that message so the person won't even see it, which is incredibly handy. I don't know why I haven't done that before. That's cool. It, it's just, um, is that just iMessage? So like iPhone to iPhone? Yes. You couldn't do it if you sent something to me on my Android. Yes, yeah. it only works for iMessages. Yeah. And that's the one thing that everybody was kind of hoping, well, Android users were kind of hoping, and Android themselves were hoping that with this update, the uh, Apple would finally get rid of the dreaded green bubble. They did not. So that is still around. Hmm. They do not Bummer, seem interested right? in doing that. <laughs> no. no. No, I don't see that happening in the future either. It's no. it's kind of a status symbol. Ian and I were talking about that. And he said when he was growing up is that if somebody sent him a message and had the green bubble, everybody's like, oh, what does that person <laughs> use? Why? Um, so let me ask you a question. What do the new iPhones have in common with San Diego? What do they have in common with San Diego? No chargers. Ah, yes. Oh. Okay, I know. Ooh. I know. I crack myself up sometimes. Um, Allie. Tell us about the faster internet, because as you know, I spent 45 minutes this morning. Uh, <laughs> I am my own tech support, as you might imagine. And we have uh, fa a fabulous cable provider here uh, in, uh, in California. They, they are just so wonderful. Um, I would recommend them to no one. <laughs> talking about uh, Cox Communications. That they've been down, uh, was it yesterday at 8.15 in the morning, all day till 7? Yes, mm. it was yesterday. Uh, wait, the day before they were down to, uh, the day before that. Uh, and th guess what? They're down today. Mm. I think they're down more than they're up. And last week they were <laughs> down to a few times. And uh, so I now I have Starlink as a backup. Oh, nice. And yeah. Starlink yeah. is actually working very well, although every once in a while, you know, we have to go reboot everything for some odd reason. <laughs> uh, so I'm really excited that you're going to tell us about some new way that we can get faster internet that doesn't go down ever. Uh, I don't know about not going down ever, but let's oh, hope so. Okay. So that's kind of the most annoying thing that can happen when you work from home, right? Your internet yeah. goes out. Because then what are you going to do? Even if you don't right. work from home okay. and you're just... Settling in and, and for the night, trying to yeah. stream something. Yeah, it's terrible. I would say the next most annoying thing is when your internet is so slow that you can't oh, yeah. do what you need to do. About a year ago, I finally upgraded to gigabit internet, which is the fastest at the time. And for most people, that really is enough. But now you can get an even faster connection, and most of the major ISPs offer it. Comcast just started rolling out its two gig internet. It's going to be live in 34 cities by the end of the year. Wow. Um, by 2025, they say it's going to be available for 50 million homes and businesses, so really widespread. I couldn't find a price for this, uh, but a similar Comcast offering called their Gigabit Pro Plan, $300 a month. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. Comcast wow. is not the only company that offers, these are called multi-gig plans. So sometimes it's two, sometimes it's even more. Uh, one of the most affordable, actually, is Google Fiber. They have a two-gig plan. It's two upload and then one or two download and then one upload, which is really fast. Yeah, that's fast. That's great upload speed. Um, and it's only $100 a month. Downside, though, it's only available in like 12 states. Mm. So these super fast options, they are becoming available in more major cities. A lot of them have them now, or they will be soon. But what about the places where people are just stuck with bad internet? You know, Kim, you hear all the time from people, they live in rural areas, and the options for fast internet are like none, or they have to pay it's some crazy amount of money. Yeah, they're going to pay for a Hughes satellite, which they must be really hurting because of Starlink. Mm. Mm -hmm. We do have the whole Biden administration sending, I don't know how many billions of dollars <laughs> 50 to lay or cable down yeah. and rent to rural communities. I'm like, why are we doing that? You've already given Starlink $900 million. And Starlink is fabulous. 
as long as you have a view of the sky, you have internet access. Hmm. And in our speed tests here, we've been getting anywhere from 169 down and maybe 10, 15, 20 up. Wow. And so really all you care about is really the download speed. I have to care about the upload speed because we send so much audio and video back Mm -hmm. to Phoenix. Right. And so that's why that number is super important to me. But Starlink is amazing. $600 for the little tiny dish. I don't want to call it a dish. It's more like a a square. And then it's $105 or $110 a month for one gig down. Or no, it's $100. It's about $110 a month. They say for 100 megabits down, but we're getting a little bit higher than that. But you don't want to use it in a congested area because then your speeds go down. And what's also interesting is that with Starlink, I could spend another $25 a month, and then I can get another dish that I can take with me. And so now I have internet if I want to take it on the boat, if if I had a cabin, or if I want to take it wherever I want to go on an RV, I can do that too. So there are some really cool. good options. You know, Elon Musk, say what you say about him. Okay, He <laughs> is a little cray-cray. He is. But the man is a genius when you look at how he is fundamentally changing so many things around us. Yeah, and that has changed so much. And Google is actually hoping to make another big change. It brings me to this company called Illyria. So it was a secret Google project, but they just spun it off into its own company, I feel like we need spy music here for this. <laughs> but basically, the aim is to create this really fast, secure, like really complex communications network where you can get signal across land, sea, air, near space, and deep space. Hmm. So they want to make this massive, basically, internet and communications network. So really fast, secure, that works anywhere. And they plan to do it with lasers. <laughs> um, lasers? Lasers. Wow. We need a sound effect for that too, right? Pew. Okay, I want to get a little bit nerdy for a second. So the whole thing is based on two technologies. One is called Tight Beam, which is the laser communication system. It uses beams of light to transmit data between these base stations and endpoints. And then something called SpaceTime, which is the cloud software that manages all these connections so that it works anywhere. Wow. Well, yeah, really complex. What does it mean for you? Well, it could mean really fast Wi-Fi on planes, ships, and cellular signal everywhere. Oh. Like actually everywhere. Um, Will it work? Who knows? We'll see. But there is a lot of money behind this stuff. Um, There's, you know, no telling yet when we will see this in action. It could take years and years. Who knows? But I sure hope I get to update us all about it. It seems pretty cool. (laughs) That does sound really cool. That's really something. Um, Speaking of the internet, there was this guy, his name is Aiden Rowan, and he said he was happily playing video games on his PlayStation around 1030 p.m. the other night when he heard a loud crack followed by a heavy, jolting sensation on his body. What? So he wasn't feeling right. So he went to the hospital and he had some burns on his arms. And then it was determined that he was actually struck by lightning through an open window. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, crazy story. Um, And he says, this is his exact quote, I'm never going to play cute cat games during a thunderstorm again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm fine, just very sore. I have headaches and I have burn stripes up and down my arms. Now, ironically, when he was struck, he was playing a game called Stray, where you control a stray cat who's lost, guess what, (laughs) in a thunderstorm. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I bet he never plays that game again, right? (laughs) Uh, Just a quick reminder, this is not the Kim Commando Show podcast. The Kim Commando Show is, of course you know, the national radio sensation, as I like to say, and over 400 and 
uh, 25 stations that you get from coast to coast, and you can find us in your favorite radio app and, and other places. You can also get it over at getkim.com. And when you go to getkim.com, well, you get me, of course, <laughs> um, but you get the Kim Commando Show podcast, and it's commercial-free, and you can also watch us do the show as a webcast, and there's uh, the interactive chat room and blogging and Q&A message boards and good stuff like that. You get 30 days free after that. I think it's less than $5 a month. I'm so cheap. So go to getkim.com. All right, coming up, I'm going to be talking about tracking cookies and what you can do to stop it. We have the secret ways to find anything in a message in a split second. Of course, we have our trivia, so you have to make sure that you have your thinking cap on for that. We have our What the Heck headline of the week. Just not going to be a spoiler. I'm just going to tell you it has something to do with strippers and wheelchairs. Hmm. (laughs) What could that be? So stay right where you are. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun show about all things digital. And if you have not already claimed your free Windows or Mac guide, come on. What are you waiting for? It's not going to come out and get you. You've got to go get it. Head over to commando.com slash free guides. Once again, that's commando.com slash free guides. And this is the part of the podcast where we like to give you some great tips. And let's talk a little bit about cookies. Now, cookies are this trail that you leave behind when you're online. And when you visit websites, there are good cookies that keep track of your login and your shopping cart. So you have to fill them in all the time. But companies also use cookies to, what, track you, Mm -hmm. right? And they keep tracking you. And that's why even this morning, Barry came in to me and he said, what is going on? And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you know, we played golf last week. And this is the one time that I put golf on my credit card in three years and now I'm getting golf ads everywhere I go online. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, they're kind of buying some data and then swapping those cookies for other stuff. So yeah. there's a there's this – whenever you look at an ad, you may have noticed it says ad choices. And there's a blue triangle with a lowercase i right in the middle. And then if you tap or click that, you can get more information about the ad. Uh, you can change the settings. You can block the ad because if, even if you don't like it. Well, ad choices online, there's a tool called Web Choices. Uh, this is a whole program from the Digital Advertising Alliance. This is a whole group of really big and small advertising marketing companies. And they say they're going to self regulate themselves because self regulate means what? The government doesn't get involved, right? Well. Okay. And, and so that's, that's the whole choice, which is, I think, really great for them. So what you do is you go over to this opt out. And then it looks at your browser, and it says, oh, wow, you have all these third-party cookies. Do you want us to remove them so that this way you're not going to be tracked? And so I did that myself this morning. You go to optout.aboutads.info, and I know you're not going to remember that because nobody ever would. Um, but once you do that, it actually removed, on me, it removed 144 tracking cookies. Wow. Wow. was pretty extensive, this list. And then it tells you how many are serving you personalized ads and how many aren't. And then even though in um, Safari on Apple, third-party tracking cookies are supposed to be prevented, there were still 144 sitting right there in my browser. So in case you want to wipe out all of those cookies that are tracking you, head over to our website at commando.com 
Now, I did get an email from somebody who said, hey, you know, I'm so sorry because every time you say go find something at commando.com, I can never find it. <laughs> I know he, he sounded like that, I'm sure, in yeah, my sure. head. Yeah, sure, 100%. He like. um, is that you, there goes that 100% Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that. Um, 100% just for everybody is, is people say that all the time when they agree. Instead of saying like, I agree, you say 100%. 100%. So anyway, we're going to learn more about Gen Z slang in just a little bit. So if you are having trouble finding anything, what you do is just use the search box. Okay, And if you can't find it that way, go to just in your Google browser, type in site colon commando.com. And then, for example, you type in web choices, one word, web choices, and then this particular post will automatically appear. But, Allie, you're going to do them one better, right? Yes, we are going to put this article with the direct link right to the ad choices where you can change that. We're going to have it right at the top at commando.com. So have it for you this weekend. Go do it. I wonder if anyone will beat you, Kim, in how many tracking cookies they had. You sent 144? I had 144, yes. Yeah, let's see who can beat that. I'm excited yeah, to check Let us mine. know. Yeah, tell us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Kim Commando. Tell us how many tracking cookies you actually found. Um, we were driving around, and I actually saw this billboard with advertising, I thought, or billboard advertising, a pie shop. And I thought to myself, this was so clever. So imagine, it's a billboard. It has this beautiful apple pie right in the middle. And I don't remember the name of the pie shop, but it's you know, award-winning pies, and then underneath it said, just 3.14 miles away. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's awesome. I thought that was so clever. That's cute. All right, Matt. So uh, I know the trick, but you're going to tell everybody else the trick about how you can find specific attachments, photos, anything in messages. Yeah, this is a pretty quick tip, but I'm going to tell you a quick story beforehand. So I was having a conversation with my mom over the weekend, and she was trying to find a picture in her messages that my sister had sent her. And she's sitting there scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And she's like, I know it's in here somewhere. I'll find it. And she's like, Matt, is there like a better way? And I'm like, in fact, mother, there (laughs) is. And so what you're going to do, if you're trying to find a picture or an attachment and you know somebody sent you a link or a picture or whatever, you're going to go into your messages. And at the top of that message with that person, you're going to see their little picture and their name. You're going to click on that and scroll down just a little bit. And there'll be two folders. The first one will say pictures and it'll have all the pictures that that person has ever sent you. And then below that, it'll say links and have all the links that person has ever sent you. So they're right there. Now, if you're trying to find a keyword, so say someone sent you a casserole recipe, but you can't remember who sent it. Like, (laughs) I know somebody sent me this casserole recipe. Who was it? Well, if you go back out into your main messages, at the top, you'll see a search bar right there. Just type in casserole recipe, and it'll give you all the instances in messages where someone has said casserole recipe, and you can pull that up, and it's right there. Dozens of people say casserole recipe. (laughs) Happens to me daily. (laughs) But that is such a great tip. It really oh, yeah. is. I Instead do that all the time. Yeah. And then did you remind your mother, I mean, how wonderful of son that you are? Of course, every day. <laughs> um, all right. So, Allie, you are no longer on Offer Up. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. Um, for, for our friends that missed it, my Offer Up addiction was real. So instead of scrolling, wasting time on social media, then I started scrolling and wasting time looking at stuff I wasn't going to buy on OfferUp. <laughs> and then I was over that. And so I had a shocking idea. I could read a book Ooh. on my phone. No. Can you imagine? A, a book? Oh, my gosh. I've never heard of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all have that like filling time space, right? You're waiting in line. Maybe you wake up too early and can't get back to sleep. And so you just pick up your phone. 
And instead of looking at things I wasn't going to buy, instead of reading bummer news stories, I decided to read a story I actually wanted to read. So I wanted to fill that time with something I could be proud of. There are a lot of ways to read on your phone. Some are better than others. A couple I like. The Kindle app actually is really good. Uh, I highly recommend using the dark mode if you are staring at your bright screen for too long, especially if it's you know darker in your room or wherever you have your phone, it's going to get hard on your eyes. So I like dark mode on that. The other option that I love and that I use most is Libby. So it's an app. It connects right to your local library so you can find things to read for free because ebooks are expensive. Hmm. You know, um, the books kind of at the top of the bestseller list. Yeah, they're usually going to have a wait list, which is easy. You just sign up for the wait list. As soon as it's available, you get an email and you say, yes, great. Download hmm. this to my phone right now. Um, but I've always found a lot of good books available like right now. Like there's always something good to read. Um, and get this. Last week, I read a whole book. Wow. Look at me go. Ooh, and that's just nice. time that I would have spent doing nothing on my phone. So yeah. pretty proud of myself. Uh, we do have over on commander.com. If you search Libby, we have more information about that. We can tell you, you know, we tell you exactly where to download it, how to use it, all that kind of good stuff. But it's a great app. Uh, and if you don't have a library card, you can actually, in most places, get one online. So you don't even have to go to the library. You know, that's a great tip. It really is. So what book did you read? I read a book called Joan is Okay. It was like a fiction book. It was it was a really good, like, kind of easy read, like oh. a, you know, beach read kind of mm -hmm. thing. It was um, nice. about a doctor in, a doctor in Manhattan who was like a crazy workaholic and then COVID hit. Mm. And it wasn't, it didn't get too far into the COVID part. Luckily, that was kind of the end of the book, but it, just kind of a story about family and this woman. It was a really good book. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good. You know what? It's a, it's a nice diversion. I, maybe I'll actually read a book. <laughs> thinking I might. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> um, what do you call someone who identifies diseases by looking up all kinds of symptoms on Google? What do you What do you call that person? Call that person a Google Doc. Ooh. <laughs> hey, listen. If you like these quick tips, make sure that you get our Daily Tech Update podcast. It's just two one-minute podcasts every single day. You get one news story and one great tip, and you're going to love them. So wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K, of course. All right, coming up, we have the What the Heck headline of the week and Gen Z slang that has been added to the dictionary. So stay right where you are because you're a stan. We know it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital and Stan, right? It's not short for Stanley, silly. It's a combination of stalker and fan. So if you stand us, it means you're obsessed, but you're not creepy. You're just obsessed. You <laughs> love us. That's right. So you're Stan. And you're also going to be Stan over our newsletters because it, whether you're using Windows, Apple, Android, you name it, we have specific newsletters just for you. So head over to commando.com slash subscribe. Pick the newsletters that you want. We're not going to sell, lease, distribute uh, your email address to anybody ever. You can trust us. And so, again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. All right. So our what the heck headline of the week, yes, it has something to do with strippers and wheelchairs. <laughs> um and Allie, I'll let you take it from here. This, I love this story. Okay, here's the headline. Nursing home hires stripper for seniors in wheelchairs. Quote, we are very sorry. <laughs> oh, this is God. hysterical. And yes, there is a video. It went viral on social media. Oh, hence the apology. 
So this all happened. It's the state-run care home for retired army personnel that's in Taiwan. And there's a really important holiday in Chinese culture. It's called Mid-Autumn Festival. And so the senior care facility decided, you know what we need to make this year special? An exotic dancer. <laughs> uh, they had had to cancel the celebration the past couple of years because of COVID. So they just wanted to make it really nice. Oh. Uh, oh. For the record, everyone was wearing masks, even the dancer. They were very safe. Um, so someone posted a video on social media. And of course, there was all this, you know, feedback, we'll call it. And so the care home had to put out a response. Now, I normally don't read quotes because they're boring, but this is perfect. Uh, the intention of the event was to entertain residents and make them happy. We're very sorry for the offense this has caused. <laughs> and just for the record, they said in a room next door, there was a much calmer celebration for those who wanted to do it. There was a game of bingo and some karaoke. Uh, <laughs> equals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So like, so where should we go? Stripper, bingo, or karaoke? I'm I bet really there were confused. zero people playing bingo <laughs> <Sure>. and <laughs> doing karaoke. So <laughs> yeah, that is, that's, uh, that is a what the heck headline of the week for sure. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, you are our dedicated Internet scout. So this way you keep us up to date on what the heck's going on in the Internet. So this way when we go out, we sound hip and cool at parties, right? There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Hip is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. So every year, Merriam-Webster adds a bunch of new words to their dictionary. And this year they released their list of 370 words that they added to their dictionary. Whoa. Now, a lot of them are either tech terms or Gen Z slang. So I wanted to go through some of these, and, and they're amazing that they're finally in the dictionary. It's kind of crazy. You'd think that some of these would have been in there already, and you'll see what I mean. The first one is laggy. That is the first time it has been added to the dictionary. Laggy meaning having a delayed or slow response. Uh, man, my internet is being so laggy today. <laughs> man, Kim's internet is being so laggy. Yeah, internet, Kim's internet is being <laughs> very laggy say. this week. <laughs> Is, is extremely laggy, is non-existent. Yeah, non-existent. yeah. The next one is janky. Oh. It's, uh, it's you know, the again, the cable provider, Cox, they, they really are doing a fabulous job. <laughs> I wanted to say that again. This podcast is not sponsored no, by yeah, Cox yeah, yeah. Communication. <laughs> the next word is janky. Uh, janky means informal or of poor quality. So, to use it in a sense, the computer from 2004 was really janky. It means it's broken, doesn't really work very well. Kim's internet this week is really janky. (laughs) Really janky. You know what? They just keep coming. The next one is sus, which is suspicious or suspect. Kim's internet this week has been very sus. Oh, incredible. We can get away from that. If anybody's listening from Cox Communications, Please reach out. Podcasts at Quinn. We need help. <laughs> yes. The next one is, is more cute. The next one's adorkable, Aww. which means socially awkward or quirky in a way that is endearing. I love that character from that show. He's so adorkable. <laughs> adorkable. It's an official word now, everybody. Mm. And the last one of the words is cringe. Finally, that's in the dictionary. So, so embarrassing, awkward. That episode of The Office was so cringe. <laughs> Cringe. Also, a couple of abbreviations were added. So FWIW, which stands for For What It's Worth, and ICYMI, which, of course, is In Case You Missed It. Those ones are funny to me because those have been around forever. So it's pretty funny that they're just now getting added. Well, I looked up to try to see how they decide which words go in. And basically what they said is they have to be used in culture consistently for a long period of time. Oh, okay. So it it can't just be like, oh, it's a new word that some kid just made up and now it's added to the dictionary. (laughs) It's got to be used for a while. 
Now, I wanted to end this with a, a single phrase and see if you guys can guess the Gen Z slang and what it means. Ooh. So I'm actually going to be productive this Sunday and not watch football all day. No cap. <laughs> no cap. You're not going to be wearing a hat. Um, <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It means no lie. So okay. cap uh, to cap is to lie. So no cap means no lie. <laughs> oh, no cap. Um, every you time know, I've ever heard anyone say that, I just nod along like, sure, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. No cap. No cap. Cap for uh, me. My internet. My internet sucks. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you about Cox Communication? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know. This is so funny that I'm weak. Okay. All right. That's when you find yeah. something funny. Yeah. Right. You don't say I'm weak. You're not weak. Hey, and what are you doing? Ghosting. You know what ghosting is? That's when you are just looking at our social media. That's another Gen Z term. And you're not actually engaging with us, interacting, or following us. You're just ghosting us. So stop doing that already. Head over to twitter.com slash Kim Commando. Make sure that you follow us there. Facebook.com slash Kim Commando, Instagram.com slash Kim Commando, which I am going to be getting that video done of my vacation soon. I promise, I promise, I promise. So make sure that you follow us on social media and stay right where you are because coming up, we have our trivia and Matt, you or we have our trivia with Matt and then Allie, you're going to be doing the joke. I forgot to ask you. Yeah. Is the joke really funny or not? This is a good one. I'm going to give it an eight. I'm excited about this one. All right, so you better stay right where you are. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast. You know about all things digital. If you haven't already checked out our ebooks on Amazon, after all, if you want to read a book, why don't you read ours? Your knowledge is power, right? Head over to Amazon.com, of course, and then just search for Commando. We've got all kinds of books about how to stop robocalls. We have ones about making money online, the perfect jobs online, setting yourself up as a freelancer, all that good stuff. So again, just search for my last name on Amazon. All right. So we're getting down almost near the finish line on trivia, aren't we? I mean, as far as how many more weeks? We have what, two weeks left? Yeah, two. Yeah, two. Right. So so, um, am I still winning or am I losing? You are winning. So. You don't want Thank points. You. Points are bad. Uh, we're all pretty close, actually. Kim has four points. I have five, and Matt has six. Well, I'm hoping to get some ground back with this one this week. <laughs> I, did, I made it not too hard, so you guys can actually get it. But it's it's uh, it's interesting. It's fun. Okay. All right. Okay. So, and and the stakes are still. I have to eat dirt mushroom. <laughs> she um, couldn't even bring herself to say it. Yeah. And Allie, you're going to go skydiving and jump out of an airplane? No, Kim. Thank you for that. But no, I would be doing indoor skydiving, the much tamer version. Oh. Yeah. Because I hate mushrooms and Allie's afraid of heights. Yep. And Matt, you just look at an olive and you want to barf? They taste like rotten. All the, like a brand new <laughs> like olive rotten. just tastes like it's gone rotten immediately. I don't understand. Although I will. I am proud because he upped the stakes last week. He said he would even drink the juice from the can of olive. Shot myself in the foot there. Yeah. You know, I had to tell you, when you said that, I went, oh, to myself. Mm-hmm. Hey. That's going to be nasty. It will be. Nasty. And I'm losing. All right. So, so all right. So you take it away, Matt. All right. Apple is really well known for their incredible marketing, and with a new iPhone coming out, we were all seeing all the iPhone ads everywhere. Well, did you know that in every uh, Apple advertisement, the clock on the device is set to the exact same time 
on all ads for at least the last 20 years. Whoa. Okay. Now, which time is it set to? 408, which is the area code for Cupertino, where the Apple is located. Is it 941, the time of day that Steve Jobs unveiled the iPhone? Is it 224, which is Steve Jobs' birthday? Or is it 1101, the last four digits of the binary code for Apple? Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. This is a good one, Matt. This is a good one. Oh, man. So go through the options one more time. Okay. It's 408, the area code of Cupertino. 941, the time of day Steve Jobs unveiled the iPhone. 224, Steve Jobs' birthday. Or 1101, the last four digits for the binary code for Apple. Go ahead. You go first, Al. Okay. Hmm. Man, this is hard. These are all really good options, too. They all seem like they could be They could be right. I am going to say B. I'm going to say it's when the iPhone, the time the iPhone was unveiled. That is my guess. That's what I'm going to say, too. 941. Okay. Okay, well, the actual, wait, final answer? Is everybody sure about this B? We are so mm-hmm. sure. Okay, well. 100%. You're right. Oh. Dang it. <laughs> it was 941 when he officially unveiled the iPhone. It was originally 942, and then when they unveiled the iPad, it was 941. That's the only time they've changed in the last 20 years. Oh, my gosh. That was um, that was a really good one, and honestly, mine was just a guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had no oh, idea. Oh, wow. See, I, you know what? I knew that. Did you? I knew that. For You've some reason, it. I knew that. Yeah. Um, now, does since we both got it right, does Matt get a point? Uh, he does. I get two points. Matt gets two yeah. points. I don't know if I can. Oh. I don't know if I can win anymore. I think this might. That might be the well, nail. Well, we have two weeks left. So if you don't get any more points, and if I really suck, mm-hmm. there's still hope for you. True. Yeah, true, true, I think true. Kim might be out of the woods on her. Yeah. On her mushrooms. All right. Yeah. And, and you know, and and you're not allowed to call in sick the next. Just letting you right now. This is just not happening. All of overdose. You've got to do it at the end of the day so that I can go sleep oh, it I, off. I think I got the. I think I got the COVID, Kim. <laughs> I can't come on. No, okay. Matt. You just drank a thing of olives. <laughs> okay, Allie. Now, make sure that you're dead. Now, I'm dead. You know, when you're so funny, dead. you're funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or weak. You know, something like that. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, okay. So, what's the joke? All right, Buddy and his wife Edna. Go to the state fair. Fair. I'm gonna start over. Buddy and his wife Edna go to the state fair every year, and every year, Buddy says, "Edna, I want to ride the helicopter," and Edna always says, "I know, Buddy, but the helicopter ride is fifty bucks, and fifty bucks is fifty bucks." One year, Buddy and Edna go to the fair, and Buddy says, "Edna, I am 85 years old. If I don't ride the helicopter, I might never get another chance." And Edna looked at him and she said, "Buddy, the helicopter ride is fifty bucks, and fifty bucks is fifty bucks." And the pilot overhears them, and he said, you know what, folks? I'm going to make you a deal. I will take you both for a ride. And if you can stay quiet the entire ride, if you don't say a word, I won't charge you a penny. But if you say one word, it's $50. So they think about it, and they agree, and they go up. And the pilot does all these fancy maneuvers, but there's not a word from the couple. He does these daredevil tricks. He does them over and over again. It's still not a word. And as they're landing, the pilot says, man, I did everything I could to get you to yell out, but you didn't. I'm impressed. And Buddy replied, well, to tell you the truth, I almost said something with Edna fell out. But you know, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's great. You know, I'm going to give that a nine. Yeah, I agree. That's at least a nine. That's solid. (laughs) Thank you. That was was wonderful. I, I like that one too. 
All right. So before we leave everybody, before we leave our friends, we need a to-do from each of us for our listeners. And Allie, how about you go first? Put a book on your phone. Seriously, if you are a person that you spend too long scrolling social media and then you're kind of sick of yourself or you're just looking at, you know, whatever kind of junk, maybe you're sick of looking at too many Facebook reels. Yes, I'm talking to you. Put a book on your phone. Um, Go to commando.com, search for Libby, and we'll show you how to download that and how to get some free books on your phone. And just so everybody knows, it's L-I-B-B-Y. Yes. L-I-B-B-Y. All right. So, uh, Matt, your to-do? You know, stop scrolling to try to find photos or links. It's really (laughs) simple to search for. Just make sure you go in there. And at the very bottom, once you're in that profile, it'll show all the stuff they sent you, pictures or links. Find those casserole recipes. Yeah, casserole recipes. You you have a ton of them. You just do. (laughs) And my advice is to look at how many different tracking cookies are in your browser Right now, this very moment, we have the how to do it and where to go over at commando.com. And again, if you have trouble finding it, just search for web choices. And that's one single word, web choices. You'd think it was two words, but this is the internet. Everything's always kind of (laughs) messy like that. Uh, Web choices. And then tweet out to us and tell us how many tracking cookies were actually in your browser. Can you beat mine? 144. And we all are so happy that you listen to us every single week. And we'd love to hear from you, too. So send us your thoughts and comments and special email addresses, podcast at commando.com. If there's something that you'd like to hear more of, if there's a tip that you're looking for, make sure that you let us know, podcast at commando.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again here next week. 